The best way to learn a language? Immersion. Living where the language is spoken and using it every day. But if that's not in the cards this year, you can still learn a language the second best way. And that's with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts and help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's designed by real people for real conversations, and their tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching, so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription at babbel.com slash bluewire. That's 60% off at babbel.com slash bluewire, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash bluewire. Rules and restrictions apply. Welcome back to Officially Unofficial, presented by Blue Wire Podcast. I'm your host, Johnny Junta, and we're joined by a guy, a ride-or-die, officially unofficial John Junta guy who's taken the baseball world by legitimate storm. I mean, the guy's trending. He had maybe the biggest postseason performance of all time and relief, and most importantly, he's my friend, Tyler Matzik. How are you, brother? What are we doing? I'm doing fantastic. How are you doing, Johnny? I'm doing great, man, and let's get right into it because this is honestly, and I have rarely have these moments when I have when I'm doing this podcast where it's like surreal. One of them was Musgrove's no hitter, humble brag. We had him on the show. The next thing was you just absolutely dominating so far in the postseason. You're trending on Twitter here, and I mean, seeing your story, seeing where you've come came from, have you kind of had that opportunity yet? to kind of look back and say, man, what the fuck is going on here? Like, I mean, it's crazy. You know what I mean? Yeah, man. I'm just like, honestly, I'm just soaking in the moment. I'm just blessed to be, uh, be able to go out there and play baseball and do it on the biggest stage. And we got a really good team and, um, you know, we've been battling all year and we're just excited to uh, go out there and show, show the world what we got. So just explain to the people what the last couple of days have been like for you. Cause you told me yesterday, I mean, your notifications have to be off on your phone, right? I mean, just dead silent, any, all of that. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely turn the buzzer off. Um, I mean, yeah, I've been getting hit up a lot on Instagram and Twitter and stuff, but uh, yeah, I mean, I kind of just let everybody do their talking. You know, I feel like the best players don't need to say anything, do anything. Let other people do the talking. You know, I don't hear Tom Brady going out and saying anything, so I'm never going to go out there and say anything. Um, but uh, yeah, man, I'm just, I'm just enjoying the moment and having fun. And one thing that you've been doing is, which obviously makes you run through a brick wall, is you've been doing these kind of Tom Brady-esque instagram and twitter videos the ones with like the little hype videos i mean what what, where when did this start i mean what what made you want to do this shit so my cousin hit me up and said hey i'm uh i don't know if you knew this or not but i run like social media uh you know a company that kind of like does stuff for uh different companies and their social media would you want me to do it and i was like sure i mean it's less work for me i don't want to do any of that stuff so She's the one who does all that stuff for me. She kind of just sends it my way and says, hey, what do you think about this? And I'll just say, yeah, sounds good. Go ahead and put it up there. So she's the one kind of running everything. I don't really do much of that. 
I respect that. I mean, I, I hope, like I told you yesterday, I hope at one point I get big enough where I don't even have to look at my social media or do any of this shit. I hope to just do that. But I want to go into this because obviously you have the, you have the media day tomorrow and all that kind of stuff. But they're not going to ask you what we're asking you here. Have you seen the Wikipedia edit of the Tyler Matzik? Have you seen it? <laughs> yeah, my brother sent it to me. My brother, Kyle, <laughs> yeah, the, the one that plays guy. video games with us. Yeah. No, he sent it to me and he's like, yo, check out the last line. And I was reading <laughs> it and I was like, you got to be kidding me. So <laughs> it's, a it's pretty funny. It's so sick. And then the other one is, is one that I've been just having an absolute field day with is I believe from South Park about the guy carrying his big nuts in that wheelbarrow. That one looks like it's been all over and uh, all and hand up. I did take it from Twitter. But I mean, you've so I'm assuming you've literally seen all of these. Like these are like a regular occurrence. You know what the, what's going on here? Yeah, I got buddies and, and like I said, I got brothers that sent that stuff to me. And I think it's pretty funny that someone takes the time out of their day to go ahead and do an edit like that. It's pretty, it's pretty good, man. It's, uh, it's just bringing some comedy and some joy to the world. So it's, it's pretty funny. And I wanted to go into that last appearance you have because, I mean, I live, I was, I was on Instagram live for it and I was just going absolutely absurd. When you punched out Mookie Betts, you could have, like, I could have honestly got shot and I would have just been the happy, like, it was one of the greatest moments of my young life. It was just incredible. Did you know you had those kind of bunnies? I mean, you kind of got up there on that jump. Like, that was kind of electric. Yeah, right? I got some verts, you know? <laughs> sneaky, sneaky verts. No. Um, and I just had so much adrenaline going through me. that I think that gave me an extra, like, maybe I'm hoping a foot. Maybe it was probably close to, like, an extra six <laughs> inches. But but I felt like I was up there for a while. I mean, I was just so pumped up, so excited. When you got those crazy Atlanta fans going, going nuts. And, um, you know, they're getting loud packed house. I mean, all that adrenaline, all that energy was just running through me. Is that one of, obviously, I mean, your wedding, all that kind of stuff. Is that one of the greatest moments you've ever had in your life? Like just obviously baseball wise, or just in general, because that was honestly, and this is cliche for me, just being, seeing your journey and being a part of it with you, like the whole comeback and all that kind of stuff. That's one of the greatest fucking memories I think I've ever had. It's because my I was dog shit in baseball. But for you, was that one of like was that all time for you, like ever? Yeah, that's probably going to go down there. It's like at least the top three. You know what I mean? Like you said, like especially for baseball moments. Uh, I mean, yeah. I, what more can I say? Like I, I went down there and did my job. Like it was unbelievable. I was just so excited to help the team and. Uh, it was a big part of the game to send us to uh, send us to the World Series. So obviously it was a, a huge thing. And I just want to continue going out there and, and playing ball the right way. And let's win this thing. You know, what's what was running through your head, though? Like when you saw Mookie whiff on that fastball, like was it immediate? Like I'm doing a fist pump or did you just black out and just um, like just turned into Tom Brady? Like it was insane. I loved it. Uh, I just kind of blacked out, man. I honestly didn't realize. I didn't remember doing it until I got in the dugout and I was like, I like spun around. Uh, what did I do? Like, I don't even remember. And then, and then I like went back and watched and I was like, Oh yeah, I did. I jumped. I threw a couple fist bumps. Like I totally forgot. I just blacked out, honestly. And I, and your brother sent me the video from his seat view. You, you like his phone was legitimately shaking. That's how loud the stadium is. But when you're on the mound like that in those big moments, do you even realize like how loud that stadium is, especially that? Cause it, it, you could hear it through the TV. I mean, the cameras were shaking. Yeah. I mean, you don't, you, you kind of get like, I wouldn't say you get used to it, but like, it's uh, you kind of just learn to block it out. Um, you know, it's a big moment and you can feel it and you can, you can feel the energy, you can hear it. 
but you're so focused on what you're doing that it doesn't really come into play as much as people would think afterwards after the pitch and you're not focusing on anything you can really feel it (laughs) that's insane can you explain to me like uh that Waffle House comment for a second. I mean, I, I, I'm just so out of the loop with all that. So I'm assuming an LA beat writer said that your stadium was quiet or something like that. What happened? He, what he said, he said, uh, I don't want to butcher his quote. I forget his name. Bill something. I don't even know. Clown. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He said, uh, he said something like after playing game five against the Giants, you know, and the energy in that stadium, coming here to Atlanta to play game one feels like going to a, a sterile a sterile mall or something like that <laughs> where the biggest conversation going on in the stands is the trip to waffle house after the game. Wow. I mean, I mean, that's, that's a bold statement for a guy who, uh, you know, I mean, let's be honest. Dodger stadium is a nice stadium. It's got some historical value, but you walk up top of that Chavez ravine and it's just a, just a sea of concrete. Yeah. There's nothing special going on there. And um, I mean, fans there are kind of ruthless and it's not a great place to go take in the game you know when you got people being killed in the parking lot it's i don't know if that's i'd rather be at a, a quote-unquote sterile mall than uh run the gauntlet of trying to get to my car as an away as an away fan so the dodgers fans were ruthless with you during that series like with with you specifically or just with everyone in the bullpen i think as players you kind of expect it um and I, i'm fine with you know if guys want to come at me that's fine but uh when you have death threats and, and threats against people's lives that are, you know, your family members and they're going to sit up in the stands and uh, you got to have undercover cops sitting there, you, you know, you're, you're not a good baseball fan. You're just being uh, a clown. You're just being a, a, a clown. You're being a pain in the butt is what you're being. The best way to learn a language immersion living where the language is spoken and using it every day. But if that's not in the cards this year, you can still learn a language the second best way. And that's with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts and help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's designed by real people for real conversations, and their tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching, so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription at babbel.com slash bluewire. That's 60% off at babbel.com slash bluewire, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash bluewire. Rules and restrictions apply. Yeah, no, it's just, I mean, yeah, and I, I've come at Dodgers fans a lot in this show. I think it's one of the most, like, poverty fan bases of all time, $250 million, and you have Tyler Matzik just absolutely shoving it up your hoop. I love to see it. I mean, I was fired up for it. I think, I, I'm like I said, I'm not a Dodgers guy. And my greatest video of all time, I was talking about the Musgrove is, and maybe you got to recreate this if you guys, when you guys end this series here or whenever, is you saying fuck the Dodgers on Instagram Live because I don't know if you've seen that video. Did you see that video of Musgrove after the World Series when he was on the Astros? A video went viral. No. He said fuck the Dodgers and it was all over social media. I mean, it was insane. <laughs> I'll have to check it out. One of those things is just incredible, man. But and I wanted to go into, I mean, just like what what's it what what it's been like for you so far, man? I mean, obviously I mentioned this earlier, but 
you so I'm assuming you haven't even got like a chance to look back at how far you've come. I mean, everyone they mention it every single fucking time you step on the mound about this like indie ball, all that kind of stuff. But have you really, really like really got that opportunity to look back and say, I was legitimately an indie ball like in 2018? And I remember when you had you on the show, you were talking about, man, I'm just trying to crack this roster. And you're now that guy, like you're the eighth inning guy, setup guy. You're the guy that pitches in high leverage situations. So have you kind of got that opportunity to like step back and be like, man, what the, like, what, like, it's insane. Yeah. I mean, I'm just extremely grateful for everything that's, that's gone on. It's all happened. I think the, the media kind of blows up the whole, like, yeah, I mean, I was out of baseball in 2017, played indie ball in 18 and 19 and uh, was sputtering in 15 and 16. But you know, I think they I had so many people come up and ask, like, hey, isn't this better than being an electrician? And I'm like, being an electrician, I would never if you have me as your electrician at your house, your house is going to burn. So that's not true. Um, I've had other things like, hey, so what was that injury you had in 2016? I'm like 2016. Like I barely threw a baseball in 2016. because I couldn't throw, you know, because I had the yips. It wasn't an injury. So I think the media is kind of like I mean, they've kind of like blown it out of proportion kind of spun it out and i mean yeah i was out of baseball in 2017 um but it's just funny how like different rumors get started where apparently i was a construction worker and doing <laughs> you know running running electrical lines and stuff but I, if i tried to do that i'd burn the house down man there's no shot no it's 100 uh, you're right yeah right. looking back man it's i'm just so happy where i've come from and, and it's taken a whole team of people to do it um my physical therapist back home and, and my mental skills guy in Tennessee, my wife, everybody. Um, it, it's Lauren. more than just me getting there. Yeah. Shout, shout out, out Lauren. Lauren. Shout out Lauren, the goat in the future. Like I said, you two, I, I already actually re reserved it. You two will be the God parents of my child. Like that. I, I'm just putting it on the airwaves right now. That's a hundred percent. Like you guys are God, like the God parents of my future child, whenever <laughs> it happens, I don't know when it's going to happen, but what are your teammates saying to you, man? I mean, because it looks like you and Fr I mean Freddie Freeman like has a jolting smile every time you step on the mound. It looks like I mean everyone just loves you. You're just that guy, the glue guy. It seems like now. But what are your teammates saying to you, man? I mean they must just be all over it. Like they must be pumping your tires like what I do. Yeah, I think we all pump each other's tires. I mean it's definitely. I mean that's the job of a good teammate. You know what I mean? Is like get the most out of yourself and then get the most out of the guy next to you. And um, if you can do that, teams are teams are real special. So. I mean, I get on Freddie a little bit to, uh, you know, get the most out of him. And he does the same thing back to me um, as I do with every other player and every other player does to me too. So, I mean, when you get that like brotherly love going where you can, uh, you know, kind of mess around with the guy, it's, it, um, it definitely opens them up and, and gets them to perform, you know, way better than they even thought that it was possible. And are, are you going to be, are you going to be sporting like pearls now, like on off day and stuff like that? Like, cause I see Jock Peterson always wearing the pearls. It's just an absolute power move to be able to hit and not, it looks like it's just, it's uncomfortable to play baseball. in. what, what was your reaction the first time you saw the pearls on Jock Peterson? I said they were terrible, but <laughs> if it works, it works, man. It's, it's only weird if it doesn't work. So, I mean, he can keep rocking those things. I can't wear pearls. I'm not wearing no pearls. That's for dang sure, man. Like, <laughs> He can pull it off, and, I mean, he's Jock, man. He can do whatever he wants. I love him. I, I legit love Jock Peterson. The guy looks like he just doesn't give a fuck, and then he mashes. It's one of the biggest power moves of all time. And I also – one thing that I actually really pisses me off in the media that's not really mentioned enough, and obviously you could say, like, I'm just trying to pander to my – like, the future godmother of my child, but no one really mentions that Lauren was one of the people that legit said to you, like, don't give up on this shit. Is that correct? Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. We sat down in 2017. She was the one who sat down with me. I told her, like, hey, I think I'm going to be done with baseball. And uh, she's, uh, and I was telling her I was going to go back to school because junior college was, uh, I was just going to enroll into junior college and go from there. And uh, she said, no, I think you have more to offer the game. Stick with it. And um, from that point on, there was no plan B. It was just like, all right, I'll figure out how to wow. get this done then. And um, yeah. I'm forever grateful for for her having that conversation with me because we wouldn't be having this conversation right now. Yeah, no, man. I mean, we might be. I mean, like I said, I'm a Matzik guy. I might even have this conversation. You you might actually end up just. Being I mean, you can say that, but I probably would have <laughs> been. I probably would have been an electrician somewhere. I <laughs> like the media says, and I wanted to go exactly. into the media tomorrow, obviously. And credit to you for actually giving me pretty much the rights. The first interview you do here, Fish and Official Podcast. Like I said, day one with you. I mean, are you prepared for just the? absurd some like questions you're going to be getting tomorrow that you've probably gotten 5,000 times this year are you are you ready for that I mean it's the same scripted answer kind of thing you know it's the same <laughs> question like hey so how was it to be in the world series after uh not being in baseball I mean it's the same thing so um yeah I mean the questions I get on this podcast I think are a lot more fun than the generic you know normal media questions so I, that's why I enjoy coming on here and and I'm I'm again I'm thankful for you, for you having me uh, having me on here and like I said, man, I mean, if I like it's it's surreal, man. And obviously getting sentimental when I started this show, when I was just grinding, I mean, I was just grinding in McCook before I started this show. I would have never thought I'd have I'd have a guy like you on this show, man. It's honestly surreal. And just seeing the journey that you've made. I mean, I've always known you were a dog. I mean, we had you last year on the playoffs when you were performing really well as well. But it's just to see it now where you're like at least appreciated a little bit more than you were last year. It's just crazy for me to see because I always knew you were a dog. Nolan Kingham told me you were a dog. Everyone knew you were a dog, especially in that system. It's just honestly kind of surreal to see it kind of come to light now. And are, are you in Houston right now? I'm, I'm assuming you're at, you're at the hotel. Yeah, we just got into the hotel about 15, 20 minutes ago. That's but, hey, I appreciate I appreciate what you said right there, man. You know, like I said, man, I mean, it's, um, and like I, 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 it's one of the biggest power moves of all time. It just fires me up. And, and people listening to this show don't really understand this, man. I mean, I always say this, I'm a ride or die for guys that come on this podcast, take a chance on me. I think I've posted about you 15 times in the past four in a week. I mean, it's just been <laughs> absolutely absurd. And it's been you and Luplo. I mean, Luplo was buzzing in the playoffs before they got eliminated, but it's just crazy to me that I'm like, I like I know these dudes on like a personal level, especially guys like you that are legit trending in Canada during that game. So it's crazy. I mean, have you gotten more like uh, media requests from like other other networks and all that kind of stuff to like to before the World Series or during it or whatever like that? Yeah, it's funny, man. As a being like a reliever, you uh, you never want to go in the media room because the only time during the regular season you go in the media room and you talk to anybody means you screwed up and you gave up some runs or you crossed the game or did something stupid. You know, never is it like, hey, we want to talk to you about going uh, one, two, three in order. Like, nobody even wants to talk to you about that. They want to talk about, hey, what about that grand slam you gave up in the seventh <laughs> inning or something? Like, that's when they want to talk to you. Yeah. So it's been weird having to uh, you actually talk to and deal with the media. Um, but uh, I think just being a starter in the past, I mean, it's just you get used to it, I guess. I mean, just something, want- you, something comes with the game. They want a statue of you, man. I mean, like literally like the Braves fans are obviously going crazy. And there's one meme actually that's really funny. It's like it's it's this like Roman Empire and he's saying you legit changed my life. And then it's like a picture of you and it's just like, I'm just Tyler Matzik. It's one of the funniest <laughs> memes I've ever seen in my life. It's just incredible. But the last thing, man, I wanted to go into is this World Series. I mean, obviously you're facing a team 
that 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 stadium is get gets absolutely fucking bananas. I mean, you've seen it mm-hmm. like when they make it to the World Series, and you said you're able to channel it out, but is that something that you worked on with your mental skills coordinator where it's like when you're pitching in big atmospheres like this to, to learn how to tune out like these massive like uh, situations you get yourself into? Yeah. I mean, the, the crowd is – after coming from like not playing in front of a crowd last year and how tough that was um, to now have crowds, like I fully embrace it, man. Bring it. I love it. Bring all the noise. Bring none of the noise. Bring whatever. Um just having that energy in there, you can feel it. And it's just fuel to have, you know, some of the best players, you know, in major league baseball and in baseball uh, kind of just, it makes them focus and it hones their hones their focus so that you're seeing the best baseball you can possibly see. Um, that's what's so beautiful about the playoffs is you don't get that atmosphere during the regular season. Even if you, uh, even if it's a rivalry game or something like that. Yeah, no, man, it's um, obviously it's uh, I, Obviously, I want to see it here in fucking Toronto. You, you hate to see it. 91 wins. Don't even make the playoffs. Whatever. But um, no, man, it's going to be it's going to be incredible to see that atmosphere. And what is your walk up song, by the way, in uh, uh, in Atlanta? What is it? It's uh, Atlas Rise by Metallica. Wow. It's, um, it's one of their newer their newer albums. I think it came out in 2016. Dude. So when so when you hear that. And you're running out there, and you and I believe the do the does the stadium go dark when the Braves guys come out of the pen, or is that just the uh, opposing? Only, only for the closer. Oh, for Will it comes out. They do like a little concert kind of thing, and then uh, just for the opposing pitchers, they do the tomahawk chop with uh, all the fans bust out their flashlights, and it's a pretty cool, pretty cool thing to see. Well, man, I mean, like I said, I had to get you on. Uh, it's it, it's been crazy. It's been really crazy to me. I knew you've always had this in you. I mean, I, we talked about it last year, especially with how well you were pitching last year. So uh, best of luck in the World Series, man. I'll be dialed in. I'll be watching it. And uh, I mean, if you guys, I, if it does happen, I mean, I might, I legitimately might have to fly and make that parade. I mean, I'm, I'm, I might have to do it. I'm, people are going to call me Let's a bandwagon. Go. They're going to roast me. I might have to do it and shout out your brother, by the way, keep giving me these updates, giving me these videos of in-person shit in the Brave Stadium. It makes you feel like I'm there. Shout out Kyle for that. But anyways, man, best of luck in the world series. Obviously it's going to be fucking dynamite. I might have to go live for every single one. And like I said, let's fucking have a series here. Keep doing your thing, man. It's, it, it makes me like, I feel like a proud father. I appreciate that, man. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Officially Unofficial. Make sure you guys subscribe and leave a review on iTunes and follow us on Twitter at Pod and on Instagram at Officially Unofficial Pod. Thank you. Thank you.